This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome back to That Mill Podcast. My name's Omar. Uh, joining me for the Inside Man, the opposition view for us today, is Ben from W12 Podcast, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us. How you doing? You good? Very well, thank you. Yep, yeah. Getting there. I've, I've had a bit of a flu the last uh, few days and it's just, just getting over it, but all good, thank you. It's going around, mate. I, I've had the same as well, but thankfully it should be fine and fit for Saturday, so I look forward to my trip to Loftus Road. Although I've never seen us win there, mate. I mean, I tried to look through the archives just whilst I was waiting for you. I think you've always had the upper hand that your uh, your gaffer over us. I feel like in recent years, it does. You know, it sticks in the mood for us. I don't know what you think when we all come to town. Yeah, so I've been the last three or four games at Loftus Road. Well, yeah, I can't remember coming away with a defeat. It normally, ends in either a draw. We've drew quite a lot, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah, there was a game. At, there was a game at Loftus Road where you were two 0 up. I don't know if you remember it. We scored two right at the end. It was Matt Smith scored a couple, so I remember that one. But um, good old Matt Smith. Yeah, it's always lively when when you boys are coming over. <laughs> yeah, no, it should be good. I mean, we'll get straight into it, mate. Obviously, you know, I was looking at your form this year, and obviously, you know, sometimes take a look at the championship fixtures elsewhere, mate. But you win this in eight games. It's kind of gone a bit under the radar. It feels like if I was a Mill fan looking in from the outside, what what's kind of happened there? Obviously, Critchley's in charge now, isn't he? It's kind of been a bit up and down for you boys recently. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't gone under the radar. Our end, um, we we won one in fifteen, so one in fourteen in the league. So it's actually a lot worse than, than that. Um, yeah, we drew quite a few, um, but we're really we've had we probably of those fourteen get fifteen games that we've lost. We probably deserved what we haven't won on, on, off the fourteen or thirteen that we haven't won. We probably haven't deserved to win any. I mean, there was one with Sheffield United which we drew in the last minute, but other than that, so we've not we're not in great form. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Mick, Mickey Beale left us in, mm-hmm. in October um, yep. when we were top of the league. <laughs> um, and um, it's just destroyed the whole football club. He, he brought in players that wanted to play for him, it uh, feels like now. And now he's gone, a lot of the players look a bit lost. We've got a couple of loan players in and, and then a couple of players that he brought in on threes that we either haven't seen since or they're just really out of form. So um, Critchley is trying to it's difficult coming in mid-season, isn't it? But he's trying to do what he can. But of course, it feels like feels like a big job for him. Definitely. I mean, I feel like what's gone under the radar from a neutral or the, looking out from the outside. You're on 39 points and still, you know, only four or five away from the playoffs. But like you say, you was top and flying when you had there, Mickey Bingham charges. 
Is it kind of, like you say, that obviously with regards to, you know, him leaving and players coming to play for him, is it just because there's different types of styles compared to the two managers or it's just not really happened or what's it feel like from your uh, side? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's unfair to say that Critchley is, is all to blame or it's all come, he's come in because before before uh, Mickey Bill left, we were on a, we lost three in a row just before he left. Um, and the feeling was that he was going to go to Wolves. I don't know if you remember, he was literally about to go to Wolves. He changed his mind last minute. Um, I think the feeling around the place is that he, that he knew that the Raiders job was coming because a month later he got off that job and off he went. Um, so in that period between Wolves and Rangers, it, we, we the players just, it felt like something was going on. You can sense that from the players. Um, and that, that, that has just carried on. And, you know, I mean, we haven't won a home game since Mickey Bill. We're not, uh, Wig- I think it was Wigan in October. It was, yeah. I was researching that. Um, I mean, I feel like kind of a, a bit of a odd place to go at the minute when you go to Loftus, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it is. We can't seem to win. I mean, I'd say it was a really good time to, to play ours, but at the same time, at some point, it's going to have our fortunes, you'd think, are going to have to change because we've got some really good players there, really good when you look at the squad on paper. Um, so we're hoping we can get going again. It has to happen in the next couple of weeks, otherwise the season is just gonna filter away. Gosh, by yeah, I mean that's. I was gonna point on the obviously not one since October at home. I mean, we're you know the, the, I'll be the pessimistic fans. So like you know you hear us, you gotta look forward to going to Loftus Road. Thinking yeah, London Derby. We've got three thousand fans going. Like yeah, it should be a good game and hope for the best. Then then you see not one since October. And it's like oh, I'm a bit like you. It's got to change eventually. It's got to turn eventually, but. I mean, you're right to mention your players. I mean, obviously, in the January window as well, one player you kind of picked us to, it felt like at the time, was Jamal Lowe, whether or not our interest was genuine or not. But you're right. Obviously, you know, you've got Jamal Lowe, Tyler Roberts, you know, even Lyndon Dykes, who's obviously a player apparently we pursued in the January window and had a bid not back. So he's since got pneumonia. Um, obviously, unfortunately for him there, and hopefully he's well wishes to him there. But, I mean, it is a good squad. Even Chris Willock in there, I think he's a joint top goal scorer of Dykes, isn't he? But, I mean, his goal's a bit of a shortage, would you say? Like, looking at the players, fan. Massively, mate. I don't think since since that win in, in October, we've only scored more than one goal once, I think. And that was read in um, a few weeks ago. Um, so, if, and if it wasn't for Jamal Lowe coming in and scoring, he's only the only one scoring at the moment. If you look at the goal scorers, this, this, this t- since he's been here, no one else has scored, I don't think. So, um, so he's a real good coup and, and, and one that um, he's, he's going to be, he's, um, he's, Lightning quick, and if we can get him in behind you, he's, he's a problem. But um, but other than that, Lyndon Dykes is out um, for I'd imagine for a month or two. We've just brought in Chris Martin. I don't know if he's yep. from, from Bristol City, um, so he's going to add a bit of steel up now. I'd imagine trying to hold it up. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts on Saturday, to be honest. Um, but Ilias Chair and Willick, mate, are just bang out of form. They really are. Neither of them are, are doing too much. Um, again. You hope in one game that'll just turn and they'll both just find form and we'll be back going again because we rely on them a lot. Definitely, yeah. I mean, I look at your side, I see like a young, well, youngish kind of experienced championship side, really. You know, the likes of Jimmy Dunn in there, who's I've always liked when he's played against us. Um, Ethan Laird, you know, like you said, Ilias Chair, Luke Amos as well, I've always quite liked. Andre Dazel, it's a good young side there. Is it maybe missing that kind of bit of championship know-how like experience maybe because I see you've got a domer in there who's still getting games for you I mean is it uh, not really it, <laughs> it, just, um, it feels like it feels like it's just missing that kind of guidance or kind of a bit like still like you say with uh, Chris uh, with Martin signing up front 
Yeah, I could completely agree. Yeah, you know that's probably one reason why. Um, apart from Lyndon Dykes being out, I, I think we were probably would have added a striker anyway. Um, and him coming in will add the experience because we really lack him. I mean, we got we we brought in Leon Balogun. Yep, um, from Rangers, right? Absolutely smashed at the start of the season. Brilliant, best defender. He'd be the best defender in the championship. But since Bill's left, you haven't seen him. He's gone missing. Yeah. He's injured apparently. But he's 34, playing in sort of European Championships last season. So he he was excellent for us in experience. But so losing him and 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 Solter, Clark Solter, he's he, he's been out injured. So we just we've had a nightmare of injuries as well. But Johansson's been out for two months. He's back. He'll be back Saturday. But Stephanie Johansson, he's another one. Who, who, he's the captain who brings us a lot of experience. But um, we've just lost our way. They in all in. In, and there's not many positives. I did our podcast um, last uh, yesterday or the day before, and um, yeah, it wasn't the most positive of podcast bit of that one. <laughs> what about your January window then? I mean, we was linked with Dykes. I don't, I'm sure you would have seen him. Supposedly, we've been streaming in how. I was a bit surprised to see you guys kind of off from up. I know he was kind of the focal point for you pretty much all season. I mean, I don't know if he was an offer or I don't know if you guys from your angle, I mean, from our side, it was a bit out of the blue. Obviously, we tried to go for Nisbet. I don't know if you saw from Hibernian and yeah. he came up with an injury. He scored, I think, seven and eight for um, Hibs and then we decided to get signed him. He since got injured, so it was, we don't know whether or not it was him deciding against us or the club. But we then looked, looked at Dykes, but was that a bit of a shock to see for your side that give you our fans, you think? Or is it you guys offering to get him out or... What's that about? Um, Dykes is one that Lyndon Dykes is one that will divide divide fan opinion like no other player. I think in this way he is. Um, I, my personal opinion is there's something in there. Right, there's a player in there. Um, he isn't the quickest. He doesn't hold the ball up particularly well, and he isn't a he isn't a box in the box. So you give him any more than an instinct, and he and he won't score. Right, <laughs> but. He's not. He's nifty in the air, um, and he puts himself about a bit, uh, um, and he works ridiculously hard. Right, literally, he would not stop running for ninety minutes. So, ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So I was surprised that you bid three million for him. I, 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 (laughs) And I I believe from what I've heard from in the club, the, the deal was structured not favourable really as in there wasn't much up front and it was all in instalments and, 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 sure. and bonuses and stuff like that so um, that probably would we wouldn't have accepted that had you had been close to 3 million straight up in money uh, we might have taken it uh-huh. interesting but I mean it'd be in January difficult to sell players isn't it and find players so that might have had something to do with it but if it was a sum of 3 million you probably would have you probably would have left Interesting to know. I mean, on the on the January window, obviously we mentioned Jamal Lowe coming in, um, and obviously Chris Martin signing as well. But 
was it a kind of a good window as a whole for for QPR? Would you say? I mean, I didn't see any more arrivals aside from them two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's what was the feeling amongst fans with that? Did you kind of think maybe Critchley will get back a bit more? Or um, I think that Neil Critchley will, will be died to get to the end of the season so he can put his stamp on the team because it really isn't his squad and players. We've got loan players in that aren't his and stuff like that that we can't get rid of. You know, we've, we've got five loans in. You can't get any more, right? We've got Tyler Roberts, you know, Ethan Laird, um, Tim Irabunum from Villa. He's a really good player, but what, 19. Um, I think the feeling within the fans is that we try and progress some of our youth players, really. and and But at the same time, everybody wants that competitive squad, don't they, to compete. And we're on a really bad run at the moment. So it's a bit of catch-22 for the club, really. You know, you want we've got a really good youngster called Sinclair Armstrong. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Um, he's 19 Irish under 21 international. He's a beast, right? I don't know if you'll get soon and he'll wind all the fans up. He's he's a bit like just going flying into tackle and stuff like that. He's a striker. <laughs> and we all we all want him to get going and get games. But the problem is, is with the pressure around the club at the moment, you put in the young player, deal with that. Um, it's uh, it, it's kind of tough, but he he might get some minutes on, on the weekend as well. You get to see him; he's a really good player, and hopefully in the coming year, months and years he'll um, he'll progress. But the window, we got rid of a few out. We got rid of Macaulay Bond, George Thomas, um, a couple of of sort of fringe players who who just don't ever play, or if they do play, they're never good enough. So that that in that respect, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I would have liked to have seen us bring in a couple of fullbacks because we haven't got any backup for our fullbacks. But mm. again, you know, we've spent quite a lot on the two fullbacks we've got. Do you want to spend any more of your budget on backups? You know what I mean? It's, it's I can understand why they didn't. But um, yeah, relatively happy, mate. I'd say. What are the finances like? I give you. I feel like you went through an era of obviously, you know, the the the, the well-known era where you guys were in the Premier League and then had Harry Redknapp and then came down to the Championship and. I feel like obviously a lot of that was stripped back under Holloway and obviously the likes of Eze was there and kind of went through another transition after that with Warburton and stuff like that. But after that, like kind of what's, what is the kind of, have you guys got spending power, a bit of like money to spend if it's there? Or I feel like it's still a young kind of nurtured squad that's missing the kind of, you know, bit of financial oomph really to attract good players, I feel like. Yeah, so we're not close to breaking any FFP rules or anything like that. We're fully just like we're in those parameters. Um, we've our accounts are out a couple of weeks actually. Funnily enough, um, mm-hmm. but I believe that we're financially okay. You know, we've got rich owners who um, fund the club. Um, you know, they put they say they put in a million odd pound a month in to, to keep us above the water, um, and they want to spend, but they just can't because of the rules that are in place. Uh, we're, we're sort of flying on the easy money. We sold it breezy, um, like you know, fifteen, twenty million. A few seasons ago, that money's going to run out soon. Um, but I think that just like the most of the championship, no one's really spending much money. I was surprised you had three million to spend. If I'm honest, um, yeah, I think it's a bit like yourselves, really. Like we have like a chairman that backs us and writes off the losses in a sense, and yeah. puts in you know about ten to fifteen million pound a year. And, we're kind of stretching that wage budget every year. I think we've got a twenty million pound wage budget, supposedly, which beggars belief to me. But I think because we've been in the league for six, seven, eight years now, it's like it's kind of acclimatizing as time goes on. But it's kind of like with you guys, it feels like you've took back all the cash and kind of strapped back a bit, and now it's like kind of starting to build again. I don't know if that's how it feels amongst QPR fans, or yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's it. There isn't much money in the club, you know. There really isn't. Um, there might be the odd million pound here and there floating around, um, but I think we're, we're we're relying on selling a, one of our assets at the moment. I think in the summer, in his chair, Chris Willock 
Sadie Diego, the keeper, or maybe a Rob Dickey, the centre-back, um, they may well be sacrificed to bring in a bit of revenue so that we can go out and, and, and buy three or four players. Um, but if we don't, then it's going to be freeze and loans, mate, again, I'd imagine, in the summer. So there's not much money in the Championship anyway, is there? I think I saw already four clubs spent any money in January and mm-hmm. three of them had parachute payments. Do you know what I mean? There's just yeah, not much floating around. That's it. No, I agree. I mean, it's Rob Dickey. He's not scored yet this season. And I, I always think of him and his, his effort against us at the start of last season, mate. He brings it out from the halfway line, 40 yards out and whacks it one. Is uh, is he drew one? I mean, how's he been uh, playing as this year? Nah, not great, mate. Again, I'm sorry not to say this. You know what happened, mate? Well, on Saturday, every play that I'm saying it's not great. Dickey's going to score a hat-trick, I feel like, at this rate. I mean, he's not scored yeah. this season. He halted us last year. I feel like we had that moment last year to start the season. We go 1-0 up thinking, yeah, hey, we actually look quite good here. And then he scores that and it turns into a 1-1 draw. But I don't know. I mean, he, he's always been that kind of player. I feel like he's ready to make the step up, but he's kind of stepped away a bit, I feel like. Yeah, he's not kicked on that. Do you know what? My uncle, he's, we, um, he's, uh, I was a massive Rob Dickey advocate three that season. And I was bigging him up all summer. That game, he he, he scored a worldie, and I was like, "There you go, look, he's amazing. He's yeah. going to be worth 15, 20 million, mate." Since that, since me saying that in the pub after, he's just gone downhill, mate. Really has. Yeah. I mean, there's a player in there. He'll have the odd good game, but getting behind him, like if the game's in front of him, if he can bring the ball out, or the game's in front of him, that's with truth. Did Jimmy done as well? But if you can get in behind him, I don't know if you've got much pace floating up top at the moment, but if you can. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> I think I think pace is all we signed in the window. We signed Duncan Watmore from Middlesbrough, you know, the old uh, Sunderland player, and also Ollie, and Ollie Burke as well, the like the player that's always had that kind of potential, and we had him on loan last year as well. But, I mean, I think that will be kind of a ploy from us, I feel like, in a weird way. But, I mean, someone that's never watched QPR before, not watching this season, mate, how would you describe, like, I mean, I know you've not been playing well this season on the last 10 games, but what's the playing style like or what we could expect? I mean, I know you boys like to get down on the floor and play in front, like you yeah. say, with your centre-halves and stuff like that, but how would you describe the playing style at QPR? So we rely on our full-backs quite a lot. Uh, we've got Kenneth Power, one wing, and Ethan Led on the other, who are little, quick, um, and they will get forward as much as they can. So we'll, we'll rely on them. Uh, we play like a, we play a four at the moment, and this may change... I, you know, I'm expecting Critchley to change tactics at any game because it's not turned around, right? So at some point, he's got to change it. But if he does what he has been doing, it's four at the back. It's you two, so it's a four-two-three-one, um, and 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 the front four are very much interchangeable. Jamal Lowe, Ilias Chair, Chris Willock, um, and Tyler Roberts. He's injured, but those four have been just they do they just try and move around, and you know they'll end up being everywhere on the pitch. Um, so, so that'll be how we play. We, we'll get the ball down, um, and and we will play, and a bit like Swansea, you know. Um, but I, it, I would be surprised if we changed it around at the weekend. Three at the back's been spoke about that, that might happen, um, mm-hmm. or or with the sign of Chris Martin, maybe a bit more stable front four, so people are actually stay in their positions. Maybe with Chrissy Willick and Chair on the wings. Um, and maybe bringing another centre midfielder. That's what we've been. We've, that's what we did at the weekend against Huddersfield, um, and it seemed to get us a bit more stability and, and, and a bit tougher to play against to get through. Interesting. I mean, it'd be interesting spectacle I think ahead of Saturday, mate. But what's the? I mean, ask you, ask a depressed fan after eight wins about uh, eight games about a win. But what's your kind of prediction? I suppose going to Saturday, Are you feeling confident, or what's the kind of thoughts? I'm asking <laughs> on your podcast. 
Oh, well, yeah, I'm probably the most pessimistic out of all of our podcasts. Um, I think we all predicted it. I feel a bit close game, mate. We are, you know, um, it's always generally a close game between us. We, I mean, look, the QPR that you saw at your place earlier on in the year, you won't. I, I'd be surprised if you saw that QPR because we were excellent on that day. Um, it was two 0 wasn't it? Um, so, yep. I know we won't be as good as that. I just think if it gets the first goal, would be crucial. But I'll go. I'll go one all, mate. One all. Um, I hope. I feel like we we need a result. I mean, we're not being terrible, but I feel like we after last week we, we've got a tough run of games for ourselves. But I think we're going in with the onus of that, which makes me think as well. Probably should one one draw, but we'll have to wait and see on that one, mate. Um, but yeah, we'll wrap it up here anyway. Um, I appreciate your time today, Ben, mate, and it's much obliged. And uh, hopefully after Saturday, you guys can turn your run around and after nine losses on a row, you know, or nine defeats, <laughs> you can sort yourselves out, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Like literally, I you know, I guarantee like when we when the game's over, one of the players that I've said has been terrible will probably have a worldy game. Um so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks to Ben anyway for joining us today on the show and uh we'll be back after the game on Sunday. Thanks for listening and see you soon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.